0: Welcome everybody. Buddha talked about uh, the difference between right view and wrong view. When he said view, of course, he's uh, speaking of uh, your perception of uh, life, reality, and self. There are two kinds of uh, Perceptions regarding to the reality: one is oneness, other is, of course, the separation. And if you have to choose one of those versions of reality, of course, you will choose the oneness. All the Buddhists will choose oneness (laughs) because they think. That's what they have to say,
1: yes.
0: (laughs) I'm sure somebody knows when they choose, say yes to the oneness, they know exactly what they're talking about, but many of them thought that's what they're supposed to say. We have this idea that separation is bad and oneness is good. And so we say we believe in oneness we believe in no-self. So, of course, when you ask this question, yes, oneness is the right view. Oneness is the truth. No-self is the truth. So when we enter the path with the single intention to realize freedom, and then we sooner or later engage with a very profound uh, reflection,
1: mm-hmm.
0: reflection on everything. what is the meaning of life, what is going to happen after we die, who were we before we are born, what is the uh, cause of suffering, as well as also what is the secret of uh, happiness. So we began to reflect all of them. And then, as the Buddha said, there's a point that we have this uh, understanding that uh, this self, this very sense of I am, is actually the problem. It's self is the problem. And then, we... We can throw theories and we can do analysis, we can have pretty good idea about no self. As a matter of fact, all the ancient masters, scholars and banditas have been actually building in many cases, many logical cases, and to show us the non-existence of the self. So they are very good uh, theories and conclusions about no self. So if we apply those logics, we'll get uh, to the point uh, theoretically, we see that this self is not so real. This self is an idea. it's a concept. There are many concepts. Life is run by concepts. Even this "I" is concept. But the intellectual understanding of no self doesn't really change anything in the ultimate sense. Instead, we feel miserable, confused. We still feel there's a sense of a being, self, the small self. Hmm. Of course, the view of uh, no-self is very uh, beneficial. But it can be sometimes just an intellectual understanding of no-self. And this intellectual understanding of no-self can be produced by reflecting, meditating, <clears throat> investigating. And perhaps you're familiar with uh, this very famous meditation called uh, The Seven Resonances by the great Buddhist scholar Chantrakirti, which give you a very good idea that there's no self. But the intellectual understanding doesn't basically helps you, doesn't liberate you, doesn't make you completely happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, to experience no-self is uh, a whole another matter. So now the question is, how can we experience no-self? Let's pause for a few seconds with that question. As I said, it is a early morning, uh, all you can do is enjoy this process because of what you're getting into is quite powerful, can I say that? <laughs> Whatever you're getting into right now, today is very powerful. Thanks to James for initiating this retreat. Either you say, I am trying to explore the joy of no-self, or my true nature. So what you're getting into is a very powerful. It's a ground shaking in your consciousness. Hmm? So it doesn't really matter what you're going to realize or you may end up not realizing anything, doesn't really matter. But this uh, powerful process is already taken place uh, in our mind, in our heart, in everyone's. Mm. Mm. Because in here, what we're doing is going inside and exploring this ultimate truth the Anatta, the no self, and willing to deconstruct as well as completely transcend the illusion of a self, which is the root of all problems. And so, if you continue this process, sooner or later you will get it. You'll understand it. You'll understand it not only by your intellect, but the but the by your heart and by every cell in your body you drink the no-self. When you drink the no-self, then you experience the joy, the great bliss, the transcendent joy. So this is simply a process. But the mind is always anxious, you see. Mind wants to understand right away. <laughs> you see? Right now no self is the topic, you see the mind wants to understand it. Can you feel it? When mind doesn't understand and mind comes up with the reasons, maybe my mind is stupid or, or maybe no self is totally uh, hocus pocus, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe say, so maybe my mind is too dull to realize it. So there's a pain. Instead, instead a joy of no self, there's a pain of no self. Whereas, you could go outside today, go to beach and have a great joy, and <laughs> now, <never care. laughs> mind is trying to understand no-self, because this is what you have assigned today, and then mind is feeling that, uh, I'm not understanding it, I'm not uh, getting it, so there's a pain. Can you feel this pain, this agony, which might be already happening in many of us? It's so amazing that uh, the ego has many ways of constructing itself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even this pain, this pain, this agony, this conceptual agony, this intellectual agony, trying to figure out what this no self is, is actually its work of ego itself. So, as Jim says, just relax. Don't give meaning to it. Don't give life to it. Just relax it. And still enjoy process of analyzing insight. Inquiring, analyzing, and so forth. They're all wonderful satnas, spiritual practice. Some said that they have been practicing um, analysis, analysis for many many years, and one day, big opening took place in their mind, and they understood exactly what the anatta is. Mm. But the point is to be on this process and never to run away from this process. This process of deconstructing illusion of self, or going back and to recognize your original face—whatever you like—call this process. The whole point is not to run away from it from now on, and keep just loving and keep indulging as well as getting into this process. <coughs> that all matters, and then. And so, no later, you'll find a whole abundance of joy and bliss. So, nothing has to happen today. <laughs> Can I say that? Don't expect anything today miracles, revelations, saturdays, don't expect anything today. Because what works, this moment may not work, next moment. The funniest thing, and there's no right recipe for realizing the highest truth, there's no right recipe. If we find the right recipe, of course we can use that recipe all day, every day would work, but there's no right recipe. And sometimes, when there's readiness inside you, The simplest gesture works for you and can actually liberate you and can wake you up. Just the simplest gesture. Maybe you heard of somebody reciting a verse and then something happens mm-hmm. in your mind and you realize your true nature. You realize that your true essence is this boundless love. Like the story about a, a cutting a tree somewhere in the Far East. And at the same time, a monk was reciting this sutra. And the woodman overheard one line from the sutra, and he became enlightened in that very moment and realized his true nature. In the same way, like Jim was teaching us, this idea to smile a little bit. And even that can alone liberate you sometimes. <laughs> and sometimes uh, the simplest little gestures can actually liberate you. Even a smile, even a just breathing heavily, or listening to a verse, the enlightened teachings. Or sometimes, even actually, uh, 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 lines, like just simple lines, can actually liberate you. Just lines, just one sentence can liberate you. And sometimes, sitting in the presence of somebody can actually liberate you. Mm.
1: Mm.
0: First, let me repeat again, you have to love this process. You have to start from somewhere, huh? <laughs> Yes? If you want to be free, you have to start from somewhere. And the question is, where are you going to start from? And here is the place you start. And by wanting to know the highest the truth and your, even curiosity, and your willingness to transcend this very sense of I AM. Basically get into this process as soon as possible, and play with that, this process. Maybe write a book about it if you have chance. Just don't call no-self no-problem, But the <laughs> bag is already taken by somebody. <laughs> it's already used. <laughs> but just get into this process. That's all I can ask you. In doing so, then you'll find freedom. It's a matter of time. As Longchenpa said, you're all doomed to deliberation. And that's what he's saying. But the thing is, it takes so much fortune and so much even good karma and to find this path and to, to and have the willingness to get into this process. It's not actually accidents what is happening right now. Like today, you have 7 to 80 people. And we come here not as pure accidents. We come here because, and there's already a abundance of a blessing. And if I use Buddhist expression, a, a wholesome karma being accumulated. And this is the manifestation of that the wholesome karma. The, your readiness, and your love, and your courage. It may appear ordinary, but actually it's not ordinary. Mm-hmm. So all I can say is not so much to teach, but once again, recognizing the, the blessing that is already unfolding right now, and to learn how to love this process from now on. The, process, the same process that already began from this morning, that I'm sitting here, Jim is teaching you, and you're asking questions. And you are meditating, and you are actually trying your best to realize the joy of no-self or the, the original face. This is a process, so keep enjoying this process again and again, rest of your life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Actually, you can drop this illusion of self right now and be free, completely in this very moment. Mm. Yes. And if you ask me how to drop it, my answer is just drop it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how.
0: <laughs> and it's amazing that uh, some of your Laughing and understanding because you're understanding it, because somebody else may not understand what it means when I tell you just drop it. But you're understanding it because you know how to drop it, and that's why there's laughter and there's a communication still happening because you know how to drop it. Mm-hmm. So, the more we get into the heart of dharma, the more we learn that there's not so much to actually acquire, there's not so much to accumulate. In, in the beginning, there's so much to accumulate and to learn, but once we get into the very heart of the dharma, or the path, it's not so much about accumulate and acquiring, but it's, it becomes very simple. Deadly simple, it's all about dropping our attachment to this illusion of self. And in the end, we began to realize this notion of ekayana means one path. Eka means one and yana means one path, uh, one vehicle, <coughs> uh, one passage, and itself is neither Mahayana or oh, Theravadan Buddhism is this it's, it's one passage, this notion of one dharma. It's all about dropping your attachment to the illusion of self. And then another question may arise, how to drop it right now? Actually. You don't have to drop it, not at all. All you need to know is to become the awareness, which you already, you are the awareness from the time immemorial. And awareness is already freed from illusion of self. And yet, this is a ground to being, the ground of your being—the awareness. So let's talk about awareness. Mm-hmm. This is called uh, sometimes uh, this whole language of awareness is called sometimes the shortcut to the enlightenment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Of course, uh, I'm not making it up. This notion of a shortcut to the enlightenment, but the path of awareness is praised as a shortcut to the enlightenment. So. <coughs> Uh, awareness is already in each of us right now. Awareness is the undeluded state of your mind. Awareness has never been deluded even one single moment. Awareness itself has never been lost in the trap of the ego. It's always enlightened, it's always pure, it's always Mm self-illuminated. So that's what they mean when they say Buddha is already inside you. Remember the ancient masters always said don't seek the Buddha from outside, Buddha is already in you. Because the awareness is already enlightened and it is always inside you, and it is a, this indestructible ground of your being. It is your true being, your true nature, your original face.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: But then the mind may wonders. where can I find that awareness?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> where can I find that awareness? Not so much outside but inside. So see mind is becoming already spiritual, already self- sophisticated. Can you see it? Mm-hmm. Now mind is so sophisticated that it cannot look for awareness or truth from outside. But it has to Look for it inside, which is very sophisticated, isn't it? Can you see mind is already becoming quite enlightened, <laughs> but not enlightened yet. when still is looking for the awareness, but it's quite enlightened because it has already enough wisdom not to seek for anything outside. now it's seeking everything inside. Can you see it? So mind is already enlightened, but not complete because still looking for the awareness. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the teachers named Karma Lamba in Tibetan tradition and he says in his Doha this is my favorite old time favorite verse. He says this Unabstructed present mind is the Buddha Samantabhadra. This unobstructed present mind is Buddha Samantabhadra, And simply realizing that, you will be liberated in instant. So he is saying that this unobstructed present mind is a Buddha. So present mind means The mind that is right now present, you can see it, It this mind right now, isn't it, this mind, this present mind? Look for this present mind right now. The moment you look for this present mind, maybe you'll find actually a... a ground mind which is not thoughts neither good thoughts or bad thoughts but the only thing that you can call it is awareness because it's aware of self can you feel it even right now I'm, I'm speaking to you if you really look for the present mind right now in the act of looking for the present mind, there's awareness, which happens immediately. Just like Deloba said, if you look for the original of thought, you'll find awareness. Because if you really look for the original original of thoughts, then there's only awareness. In looking for the original of thoughts, what you're going to discover is not a thought, but the source of thought, the ground of thought which is awareness. Hmm. There's awareness because there, there's nothing there you can identify with. The origin of thought is not a thought, and yet it is not nothingness. And there's still consciousness, and there's still form, sound, smell, touch, taste, and there's still also experience of them. Yet there's no more delusion. And there's no more ego. And so, that is the awareness. So you don't have to go anywhere from where you are sitting right now and to discover it. Awareness is already here. It's unbelievably available. And if you are completely one with the awareness, then there's no more even looking. There's no more effort. There's no more effort to transcend the self. There's no more even the act of looking for your original face or the truth or the, the dharmakaya. There's no more act of looking for. There's only awareness. So in that moment, the illusion of uh, self is already transcended, without need of analysis, without uh, any uh, those arduous effort, hmm? analysis, dismantling the illusion of self, All this effort becomes obsolete in that moment when you are one with awareness because awareness itself is no-self, it's anatta. Awareness is no-self. Awareness is not this sense of being separated. It's not ego itself. Awareness has no-self. It's awareness has no definition except itself. The best definition of awareness is awareness. Perhaps you notice that right now we are not very conceptual. We are quite non-conceptual. the teaching is already happening in this pause So, can you already see that, that there's no self in the awareness? Or, in other words, awareness itself is not the self, the separate self. Awareness itself is completely freed from every stain, every tense of the ego grasping. Right now, the best thing I can do is just looking at all of you. (laughs) And there's so much to talk, but you'll not hear anything new that I haven't (laughs) talked about. Yes, there's lots to talk about, but you have been hearing everything what I have to say. What can I say? I will say there's no self, but you have heard that so many times. as you may know, the talk becomes so exhausting, so exhausting as an obligation. Not always, but right now talk is, I feel a big obligation because I'm here and I'm supposed to talk. (laughs) How about if I don't talk at all? simply being here and enjoying this presence and looking at your amazing face and just bowing to you in silence Hmm? and singing hymns to you right now and telling you again and again that you are the awareness I'm not actually playing a role as a Teacher, right now, but instead, witness. I'm a witness. I am witnessing your original face here. This is my duty. And this is what I see in you. And pure awareness and taking a form taking the incarnation. This body is just a form, it's a beautiful form, but this is not really who we are. I'm not speaking of some kind of duality between mind and body, but this is actually not who we This is amazing form. Incarnation that our awareness somehow took. Awareness has no beginning and has no end. It's. Non material reality. And itself is so freed and so enlightened. And there is this uh, archetype called the Buddha Samantabhadra, means eternally exalted Buddha. Some of the Dzogchen Tantra said that the Buddha Samantabhadra alone become enlightened without purifying even one grain of sin, and without accumulating one grain of merit, the Samantabhadra become enlightened, or oh, is enlightened for eternally. But Samantabhadra is actually another name of your pure awareness. Your pure awareness is already free, it's already enlightened. And when you recognize that you are pure awareness, then you're free in that moment. Then the self is already dissolved in that moment. Then there's no more earth this whole effort of trying to analyze the illusion of self and dismantling it and hoping that eventually when you dismantle the illusion of self, you'll be free. You'll have more fun in your life. (laughs) Counting on some kind of golden moment in the future. All this effort are no longer necessary. They all are absolute in that moment mm. but this is not conceptual you cannot learn it you cannot actually understand what we are talking about by being intelligent or by being diligent or or by being a very brilliant conceptually the mind cannot understand what we are hearing right now. So, this language, this expression of Dharma is not actually the domain of this thinking mind. So, we have to know how to arise above the thinking mind. Because this does not involve any categories, any uh, learning or receiving information from outside. There's no belief system either. There's no any actually knowledge. This is, is a totally a domain of a non-conceptual mind. And therefore, if you sometimes just stop thinking, stop doing everything for a moment, not forever, but stop doing everything for a moment, and just sit there with the, this deep trust that I am already awareness. That's all you have to learn, actually. In the end, I am the awareness. This is all you need to learn. If you learned it, then you understood the very quintessence of eighty-four thousand dharmas. But if you miss this, it, <laughs> and then you may understand the, the 80, eighty-three thousand nine. 9900 dharmas, but you didn't understand the Buddha's message, (laughs) yes? So, just hold that trust, knowing that you are already pure awareness. And remove all your doubt, all your doubt saying that uh, you are not this pure awareness, but you are this uh, person who is bound to birth and death. Remove all these doubts. Hmm. When you have that uh, uh, trust, it's a form of trust, somehow trusting that you're already the pure awareness, and can you open the heart to harbor that trust? trusting that you're that pure awareness already. Even it might be dormant right now, maybe you cannot see it. All you see is just uh, your false image, this ego self. Hmm? All you see about you might be very disappointing sometimes. Maybe if you look inside, the only thing you see is suffering, limitations. Maybe you are not able to see your original face as a pure awareness, but can you harbor that trust and if you keep harboring that trust, then sometimes the liberation can actually happen immediately, just by simple this gesture as James was saying that if you go outside and look at the tree or enjoy this sunlight or simply enjoy walking and maybe suddenly you end up stumbling across the, the highest truth and knowing that there's only awareness and awareness is walking and awareness is enjoying this beautiful surrounding and awareness is fully alive and somehow totally have an bliss to be in this incarnation, this form but they're no longer You there no longer this uh, I, this painful I that is already gone in a single moment. If that doesn't work, then there's another remedy. (laughs) That is last resort. (laughs) And many people go to that last resort. You just have to keep hanging out with people who tell you that you are pure awareness. (laughs) Again, again. (laughs) And many people end up going for the last resort. Usually most of the time. And this is what we do in Tibet. In my lineage, we always hang out people who tell you that you're pure awareness. And you hang out people who tell you your pure awareness sometimes years, years and years and decades. sometimes till the moment you die. This is one of those few moments that I feel very happy without saying any word. I'm totally happy as it is, just like now. So can we simply enjoy this presence together, this moment together, and learn how to listen to the teaching with the different ears the ear of the consciousness. Not through words, not through a conversation, but through a heart, heart-to-heart. James said, my heart is speaking to your heart. Can you feel it? <laughs> the heart is pure intention. The heart has no agenda, no ulterior motive. The heart is always pure, and mind is tricky sometimes. So can you open your heart and listen to the, the voice of uh, James' heart and my heart? And the, the heart is saying one thing to you. The heart is actually my heart. His heart is simply uh, acknowledging that you're already pure awareness. And my heart and his heart are very much wanting and hoping and aspiring you to Recognize that as soon as possible. And so, suffering can come to an end finally. And so you can enjoy the transcendent joy, the absolute freedom, the unconditional happiness, which is your birthright. Hmm. Hmm. So this consciousness is very mischievous. (laughs) Maybe you already noticed it. It likes to play. Uh, And delusion already has happened. And pain and sorrow already has been formed in each of us. And because that, we are here and trying to be free. Otherwise, what would have brought us here today? So there is a, somehow this a desire to be free because delusion has already occurred. Hmm. Because then there's an effort, effort trying to be free. So this consciousness is right now exerting an effort to be free and to realize its true nature. And this effort is already happening in you, in me, right now, in this very moment. Either it's being already fruitful or not. Maybe this effort is being already fruitful for some of you. And for you, maybe it's not so fruitful. The effort is still happening inside you. The effort, the effort of trying to somehow have this illumination into realize that one is already pure awareness. Can you feel this effort right now? I want you to feel this effort. (coughs) This is already happening inside you. Because you're asked to do that, so effort is already happening inside you. The effort, let me repeat that, the effort of trying to realize that you're already pure awareness. There's already effort happening. Can you feel it? Yes. And for some of you, the effort is already achieved. Effort is already fulfilled. And then you are simply residing in awareness. And then you are living within this very moment. Mm -hmm. Then you are awareness this moment. So, but... This effort eventually doesn't take you anywhere. And there's a point you have to just drop this effort to right now. Just drop this effort. Be exhausted with this effort. Drop it completely. And just don't care about whether you're going to realize this or that. And just relax. And relax and rest. And let go of everything. Let go of your fear, your hope. Let go of your effort. Let go of self. And let go of even the effort of trying to transcend self. Just let go of everything completely right now. Don't hold on to anything. Don't hold on to even existence. Just let go of everything. And totally relax. And rest. And die. As you will dive into... Into what? Into itself.